welcome. This is the new juggling podcast from Berlin. My name's Luke, and this is Paula. And um, yeah, uh, sorry a bit for for no podcast last week, and also the late podcast this week. But we do have quite a bit, quite a big excuse uh, because we've been st- <laughs> we've been stupidly busy over the past uh, while and scrambling around. And we've also been talking quite a lot about getting a new apartment. And as of Yesterday, finally we've got it. Yep, and uh, so we went along, signed some contracts, uh, got a, a, a key or a few keys along here as well, and we're actually recording this now. That's why it sounds like we're in a big <laughs> echo chamber. It's because we are in uh, our new apartment. What do you think, Polly? And it's really big. It's absolutely huge. Now, of course, we're not going to be moving in here right away because the builders are still doing work on it and the builders have gone on holiday. So we, uh, we can come in here. Uh, but there's still quite a bit of painting that needs doing. And, uh, but the builders a are not... A bit of painting. Okay, yeah. But there's lots of cleaning to do. But the builders are still, like, they've completely gutted the bathrooms. So there's no sinks or toilets here or anything like that. Uh, so there's, no there's no kitchen at the moment. Moving in party at um, the moment. Painting party. But the, how our friends are waiting for. But, they, uh, but they're actually not holes in through walls and stuff like that actually making new windows in the kitchen which is great to get some more light in there um, and but now n- enough we are celebrated yeah um, and uh, and a new floor where we are sitting now in the big room uh, which is going to be the juggling studio and living room kind of space um, so yeah just to uh, just to start off this podcast we're going to celebrate us getting a new apartment and my uh, my juggling dream house um, uh, for for the two of us. So uh, let's open up the champagne. And my art dream. Flat. Yeah, of course. A uh, big big room for Paula's art. So here we go. Yeah, we've actually got a little can of prosecco. Polly. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> So, when we recorded that, that was yesterday, and we were um, in the new apartment. Now, we're not in the new apartment, we're actually in a theatre, the uh, Wintergarten Variety Theatre. Um, and uh, Paul is sitting next to me, we've got a camera set up, because we're here to do a, uh, well, first see the show, and do a review of the uh, show Rizoma, it's called. And uh, a show that I think we've mentioned a few times already at the on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you talk quite a bit about I know, I know, but now we're finally here. Go. And, uh, of course, we've brought the, uh, the little recorder along to, uh, to make some recording. So, um, actually, yeah, just sort of pretty much sitting here waiting for the show to start. Once it's, uh, once it's done, we'll, or maybe half-time, we'll, we'll do a quick update, see what we enjoyed in the first half of the show. And then uh, at the end, we'll um, do uh, a review. Also, after the show, we're going to be meeting uh, a few of the artists and interviewing them for for the jugglers. Yeah, we actually for, get yeah, the jugglers. Actually, yeah, of course. Uh, hopefully, we'll get the jugglers because um, there's three of them in the show. Um, so the chances are good that we'll get at least some jugglers. And uh, yeah, we'll do some interviews with them, maybe for the podcast, but probably not because I've heard that their English isn't that great. Or they said that they don't speak any English, and then someone else called them and said, no, they do speak English, but they just don't like. To. They just don't want to speak English. Don't like speaking English. So uh, hopefully, and, and one of them can speak German, but that wouldn't help anyway. Yeah, wouldn't help with the podcast. But for the Cascade article that I'm going to be writing about um, this show with a full review and uh, like an in-depth look into the uh, show and what happens behind the scenes. That's what we want to talk to the artists about. So, uh, so that'll happen later. Okay, it'll start now. Is, Is it? the mobile phone still on? No, I don't have a mobile phone. <laughs> I can see the I can see the curtain moving as well. Which is a bit strange because the theatre is almost completely empty. But then again, it is a, a Thursday night. Maybe there's not. You a lot shouldn't of say that. Well, it's, it's absolutely packed. Oh, yeah, as as the people can hear. Um, anyway, more more about the show later and lots of other stuff coming up too. A 
Okay, so uh, that's the first half of the show gone, and uh, first reaction from Pola is... Fantastic. Yep, me too. I'm really enjoying this. Um, everything. Of, yeah, I mean, it's just a Every great show. Every act, yeah. the set, everything. Let's get to it. So first of all, it opens, the, the and there's sort of like, by the side of the stage, there's like a piano and a guy with a typewriter, or there's a table with a typewriter and a chair there. The other side, some hand-balancing sculpture stuff. And the curtains open, and we've got this fantastic set. It's like moving, it's uh, it's like got these turning, like revolving door very kind of dynamic. things. Very dynamic. Yeah, very dynamic, and lights on it and stuff like that. Um, I've heard it uh, been compared to... Um, about three times already by different people to the set of Jailhouse Rock. Have you ever seen Jailhouse Rock and they have that same kind of balcony is thing? Is it that Elvis thing? Yeah, it's the Elvis yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, the, the, yeah. the two balconies it, thing. It yeah. really is like it, that. It is. It is pretty much the, the Jailhouse Rock. Um, uh, rocks. Rocks, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, updated in a new sort of um, industrial, uh, like an industrial style, if you will. Um, which is cool. So it starts off and um, a guy plays the piano, looking pretty cool. Uh, does it say who the piano is on this piano player on here? It doesn't. He's probably just one of the one of the group, I don't know. And the clown comes out, Michael Usov. Uh, no, Mikhail? Mikhail Usov? Um, great clown. I've actually heard of this guy before. Um, and uh, don't really recognise his face makeup. You know, all clowns he's have... He's just really good. Yeah, you know, all clowns have unique face makeup. They actually have like a book and you're never allowed to copy anybody else's face makeup. Really? It's like a signature for clowns. Anyway, I didn't recognise that, I but I... they all look the same. <laughs> well, they do to the untrained eye, but then all jugglers look the same, except some of them in this show. Yeah, but they don't try to look different. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, it started off with uh, this scaffolding piece of, like, industrial kind of metallic sculpture in this cross-shaped thing, and there was this girl um, doing hand balance and dancing and flopping over. It looked really good. Um, what was her name? Who do you think she was called there? Maybe she's like someone who's just stepped in. We've got lots of names which are all uh, Krasnopolovsky and uh, Mikhamovsky and Dubnovsky and lots of Lokadovs and lots of Dikadovs. And yeah, well, we don't have pictures by them either, but uh, it would be one of these acrobatics on something. I don't know. Um, so anyway, yeah, she was really good. Um, and, uh, and then lots of dancers came on stage. Oh, they were always there, weren't they, the dancers? Um, yeah. Uh, but they in these grey, long grey, um, silky kind of tissue kind of things, which are, I think a little bit too tight because you can see ribs and stuff, and I don't like seeing ribs and little bones and hips and penises it's sticking out. It's modern dance. Well, yeah, well, it's modern it dance, but like it was that. really good dancing, really good dancing. I, I wanted a bit, I, you know, I was a bit lacking with all of the choreography. I think some of the choreography moments were a bit weak. I was just like, what am I looking at on stage? Because there's always so much happening on stage. But not like with Cirque du Soleil, where there's obviously like one thing that you're looking at, because the stage is actually quite small. Everyone's cramped up a bit together. Um, but still, I don't stuff. think so. Yeah, well, I do. I think it was sometimes a bit scattered, but still really good stuff. And they're like, there was this one girl dancing in tissues, and all of the dancers look so like Russian. It's unbelievable. They've all got like the uh, like the, the the black hair and the typical Russian um, face and stuff. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, we did that kind of stuff. And then there was this another industrial kind of metallic sculpture there with lots of pipes stuck to it. And this juggler comes out, and this juggler would have been called. Um, Alexander Krasnopolovsky, I think. Maybe we'll talk to him later. Krasnopolsky. yes. Uh, let's call him Alex for now. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he didn't do much juggling. He, like, threw one and caught it again, then dived through this sculpture. It's sort of like this, like, lattice of, of things. And then he, after about three or four minutes of this great acrobatics, diving in and out and jumping over it and tipping this, this uh, big sculpture thing around, he stood on the tubes and juggled five of them for, like three seconds, dropped and then did a backflip off of it. 
and then left stage. And I was like, hey, I was, I was. But, but he didn't drop. He, oh no, no, he, he threw them I think, away. I think he's meant to drop them all down onto the floor like that. But it, you know, for it a, should for, last yeah, a bit longer. Yeah, maybe it last a little bit longer. Yeah. But it was. You could see that it was like a the ending of his routine was like that. But I was thinking, wait a second. He. It was a great little piece, but for the juggling. As, as being here in um, in the program as a juggler, I was much more call him an acrobatic, even though he did these five tubes at the end. Anyway, moving on to what do we see next? Yeah, then they brought out another big metallic sculpture kind of industrial kind of thing, and uh, Anatoly uh, Zalewski, who is the um, main like director, uh, he did this piece with um, a contortionist, and it was really good. Not sure what I can say about that, but lots of turning and revolving and stuff like that were lots of dancers doing a lot of stuff around the back and st- uh, of the stage and then more dancers and then one of my favorite bits of the show so far was uh, they brought out this German wheel um, and uh, or what do they call it here a Rhonrad or something Rhonrad. Like? Rhonrad, which is normally you roll around the stage in it but this stage is tiny here because it's full up with the set um, so they put it on this uh, on this like wheels, and then you can walk on it. So it's like a hamster wheel. Like you see, like a hamster or a rat in a cage, or just run, run, run like this. And so anyway, he stood in that. But again, so dynamic. Yeah, I mean, with the, with the rest of the stage. Yeah, and everything's spinning, and he juggles hoops in sort of like lots of Bob Branson style rolling of hoops around the body kind of thing, um, and uh, lots of nice juggling. Um, so yeah more sculpture a dynamic sculpture but this time with plastic hoops but really good juggling and also he's got the coolest kick-up technique with the rings did you see that when he walked forward he's got like these six rings in front of him and he walks forward and kicks them up one after the other but with this cool i, I can't explain it maybe i'll uh, i'll try it out i'll need to get some hoops to do that though because i don't think it would work with my rings anyway then what he does he stays on stage and just keeps walking, keeps walking, keeps walking, keeps walking, keeps working, while Anatoly um, comes out and does his uh, another full routine. Um, he certainly is very much the star of the show. Um, so yeah, he did this, you know, on and on and on with more hand balancing, more dancing, and still these revolving sets and loads of people just just complete, complete over the top of choreography and everything just going on um, a real feast for the eyes and a lot of like split focus because where he did his hand balancing thing was a little right on the left side of the stage but yet a lot of the dance and things were kind of being on the right stage and all of that kind of I stuff I think they always changed like when he was really? doing something they didn't yeah I'm not saying it's a bad thing the other way around I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I actually quite like splitting focus I've done quite a bit with my uh, with my uh, juggling and stuff like having a video beside me on stage so people it's like they're watching the video or watching me what, what character and I, I actually quite like that. We do like that, that all the time yeah, in our act. Of course, we, that is our act and that's something I really like. So it was good to do this, but I think it's not choreographed that way. It's just the stage isn't big enough because I, I reckon he's meant to be, instead of across the left side of the stage, that's probably meant to be centre stage. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so in front of the dancers. In front oh. of the dancers. So I think it was meant to be one picture, but it was a bit split focus. But I think it's just the, the staging of the of the act here. Are you actually going to get a phone call there? Because you're sitting there holding your phone and looking yeah, at all the sorry. time. <laughs> no problem. Um, and then my next favourite part no I was going to say this is in no order of my favourite parts of the show the clown comes out Mikhail Ulfhov comes out and there's music playing and he's got lots of um, uh, Michel so, Usov Michel Usov you think yeah. um, so he uh, 
uh, he, he's got these saucepans fixed to his body and saucepans in his hands and they're welded together so maybe actually yeah it's another piece of a, um, industrial kind of a sculpture but one that he held ding, in his hand ding, ding, yeah and so he bounces he bounces a ping pong ball off the pans and makes music and plays along with the music but it seems almost like magical that he does it because it's like ping pong balls off saucepans he makes it look so easy and he's got them on his shoulders and he's bouncing a ping pong ball from shoulder to shoulder to his head. To his head, back to his shoulder, onto his foot, and then from his foot up into his pocket. On and on his shoulder, he even stopped it. Yeah, he bounced it down and stopped it. And this like, was all to the music. And then he clipped one to his belt, so it looked like he was he was it was on his penis, and he was bouncing it. It didn't look no, like but that. it was the way that he was sort of like thrusting his his hips out forward and bouncing a ping pong ball. It looked funny. It looked very clown like. Anyway, that was fantastic. No, he isn't a, a, a clown like clown. Oh, he's quite clown-like. I'd say he's very. But he's he a very is funny. Good... Yeah. Clowns are not funny. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. When he first came on, I was thinking, what? Yeah, because he was when the first act was going on. He was playing the typewriter along to the music, and like it's obviously the typewriter's mic'd up. You can see the mic cable coming down from it, um, and it was great. Actually, he was the percussionist for the first act, which was great. Um, and then finally, final act of the first half, because we've gone on far too long about this. My favorite. Yeah. So this is definitely one of my favorites so far. It will be my favorite of the whole show. You think? Because we actually saw oh these no, guys. we haven't seen. Yeah, uh, we, we haven't seen everything yet. Uh, we still got half of the show to go. Anyway, duo. What was it? Iroshnikov. Um, we first saw them on TV, didn't we? Actually, you know, at the uh, the Monte Carlo Circus Festival, like two, three years ago. Yeah. Two, three festivals ago, I think it must have been. And um, and they got the silver medal there, and they're fantastic. And their act is again very sort of like uh, like goth kind of look, very like angsty teenager. I'm, I'm meant to take on. photos. And it's the only act where I didn't take a photo. You got one I, of the bow, though. Yeah, the I got one of the bow. <laughs> but they are um, fantastic. They were just too good to look away. And and it's and it's acrobatics. Like I would want to do it. if I could do acrobatics. That is the act I would want to do. You know, because that is it's but just it fantastic. It looks so painful. Yeah, it does actually look. I actually Dangerous wrote that down. Painful. It looks like it hurts because they're th they they're throwing themselves. And around. they are young now. Yeah. They can't do that forever. No, they can't. I'm sure they'll have a toned down act. Especially but, that, um, that flowing to the, uh, through the yeah, legs. Yeah, actually It'll th just through the legs onto the floor. Um, yeah, take, it is. a Take everything in your in your body away and destroy and, it. Paula, I just want to have you comment about the, the, the flyer's hair, the, the small guy that always gets thrown around. What about his hair? It's just his hair. What do I do? Well, I'm not sure what to say about well, that. Well, it's fantastic because it's, it's so long. It's interesting and fantastic, but you never can see his face. Yeah, no, it's completely designed that way because he's he's got he's his the back of his hair is not long. The front of it it's like a reverse mullet. You know how like the front's really long and it just goes over his eyes. Anyway, it, they're quite characters, and um, yeah, and I, I put down here they're modern day superheroes because if the, if you see a film now, you know there's always like a, the cool young superheroes with that kind of look. That is them. And they are superheroes. They have superpowers. Polo's just looking at me stupid. No, Luca has got glitter in his eyebrow and it's just looking really funny. Let me do that. Is it going? You just it's take like it out? for the whole day now. I've not got glitter and the whole in my day not I just have to <laughs> smile when I look at him. <laughs> anyway. So this is my this is my superpower. I can and make Polo laugh. I can oh, I can make Polo. Actually, d d a little bit about these superheroes. You know the, f the the costume that Superman wears and these early super superheroes in the comics they would wear. They were actually styled after circus performers because circus performers wore leotards like the skin tight things and flew through the air. They were actually a big um, a big inspiration for the uh, for the first superheroes. Cool.
It's true. <coughs> it's true. Yeah, everything that Luke says is true. Yeah. At it is. least in his head. It is it is true. Anyway, and also now the, the, the best thing about this show, which is another favourite thing, it's really great. At the end, normally in German variety shows and circus shows, whenever there's going to be an interval, there's normally this huge, elaborate setup where they do this thing and do this thing and they do this, and you think, what? This actually must be fantastic. It's so much setup, so much. And then they just show a sign saying, pause. Um, and it's always a huge letdown for me. I was like, ah. Um, and uh, actually, I think I mentioned this in the How to Host a Show podcast that I did right at the beginning of these podcasts. Uh, but they didn't. They, uh, they actually just got on with it this time, didn't they? And uh, he came on, turned the sound around, sign around, and, and left. But he came in a ship. He did come on a ship with a picture of, a, of an accordion that he turned around. But it's great. I really like quick introductions into the interval. So, um, yeah, more later. recording hey so that's the end of the uh, that's the end of the show probably we're still recording uh, i just want to get a bit of the uh, of the applause so uh, you like the second half yeah i actually like the first half better i think but the second half very much the a whole different show. it was all great as well uh, a very strange ending though i was expecting a bit sort of a bit more of a whoo half ooh, like something at the end but there was like no music while people were clapping because normally they have it like had a dun 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 for the end of the show but this was just like no it's the it's the end of the show no it wasn't music like that it was just like end of the show anyway let's just go quickly go through some of these these uh, uh, notes oh yeah you've got to check your phone haven't you um, second half of the show straight on to the uh, the first act of the second half the first second proper act which was oh do we have the n- list of names yeah I've, I've lost the list of names probably let me just get this so um, we had uh, the uh, what is it called acrobatics on Corde Parel I think on anyway Paris, Paris. Uh, so two guys um, called Alexi and Taras and they did um, slack rope, a slack rope routine uh, with the two of them. Without looking? Well, it's it meant, I think it's meant to look like they were blindfolded, but they were yeah. the most obviously see-through blindfolds ever. But that's not the point. No, but it's like you could, when they were around the side of the head, you could like see the ears and the hairline through the blindfold. It was blatantly, it's like you, you got your pair of your you mother's tights. No, I mean, it was good. Um, but I've seen it on TV before, they were on the Cirque du Domaine show last yeah, year or something like so. that um, and to be honest I think that's probably one of the weaker acts of the entire show I was uh, it just doesn't really do it for me that act it, 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 cause, no for me not uh, so it's a bit of a pity but still still really good stuff I mean if that's the if that's the weakest act in the whole show they're doing something right um, next up we had a uh, another juggler this this time um, a girl called uh, <laughs> what's her name uh, Elena Elena Popov Popov Pobokova, Elena Pobokova, and uh, she did ball juggling, but uh, she had this cool costume, which was yeah. uh, which was her arms were tied together by sort of some kind of bat wing um, 
kind of thing. Anyway, they're sort of like, you, you know the juggling trick that everyone learns or everyone invents when they start juggling? They juggle three balls and they throw one up, then they grab the bottom half of the t-shirt and hold it out and bounce the ball on the t-shirt and then go back into juggling. It's pretty much a routine based around that idea, but with the but with the uh, the bat wing sort of between the two arms. It was very good. And with juggling skills. And <laughs> Yeah, and actually with juggling skills. Yeah, she did um, uh, one and two and three and four and five and six balls. Uh, and she did seven, but again, it's like the final trick of every one of the jugglers this evening except for the uh, ping pong ball guy bouncing guy they've all dropped on the final trick the five the five tubes dropped the five rings dropped and the and the seven balls all dropped which is a bit of a pity but really nice act except that she had a bit of a stern face she looks at the audience like this hmm like this but i know that was like the the character but uh but there we go um next up was a contortion act um do you do you remember anything about the contortion act Except that the woman had a, a funny uh, belly button. She looked pretty sexy at the beginning. Yeah? Yeah, when she was lying there. Yeah? Yeah. I think so. The yeah. rest of it was like... Yeah, uh, it was just like yeah. contortion. Yeah. It was like they put on the grungy industrial kind of costume. And then there was a big break in the show. Up until this point, everyone's been using like completely black costumes. And uh, it's been, like I said before, I made a joke about it in the first half. That every single act was like some industrial metal sculpture there. Um, and none of that this half of the show. It was all, from then on, like white costumes and colourful costumes and green lights but instead of just red lights on stage. I don't know how you call it, but if someone is insane... Yeah. They go to that mental hostel. Yeah. And they have these these the things. I yeah, actually wrote this down on my Oh yeah, did. I actually wrote oh, it down there. Yeah. Both of them. Both yeah. white costumes were like that. Yeah, it was. It was like suddenly we we've broken away from industrial grunge and went to like extreme straight jacket kind of thing, wasn't it? That's what we call a straight jacket. Oh, yeah, okay. straight jacket where you strap it with the intel in, insane person. But first before we got to that roller bowler, the piano player came out. The piano player was called um uh, can't say oh yeah uh, Vladimir Dubovsky anyway Vladimir Dubovsky did this roller bowler act and he climbed on top and he made without this doing roller bowler no he did he did two bits of roller yeah. bowler um, but mainly it was him climbing up planks and they were just sort of stacked up against each other the scariest most rickety looking building that I've ever seen anyone do any kind of uh, roller bowler act on um, but very very good very very funny and then the entire act just then became it came him getting down off of it um, and I won't give away the Some ending kind of how of he street did show act but really good no, it, w it was more of a sort of like like yep, a, a clown I mean kind of Charlie Chaplin kind of yeah, yeah. funny yeah it was but it was uh, certainly very much like a uh, like a sh like a, sh a street show but sort of very much presented in a thea theatrical style it reminded me very much of like a silent film you know like yeah. an old comedy silent film that's the kind of thing it was then we had a tissues act um, which Again, it was a very uh, interesting way of putting the tissues because it wasn't a tissue. It was actually a t-shirt or a jumper with really, 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 really long arms. And the really, really long arms were the tissue. So she was like flowing around. It's probably one of the most one beautiful... Hey, uh, oh, what? that was exactly what I said. But I could have written down here. This is what I said. I, it's, said, it I said it's one of the most beautiful acts I've ever seen. It really was. It was so It was so amazing. And I thought that she would leave this thing on. She would always be attached to it. So I thought, there's no way she can do that. Climb up the to climb up the cord or climb up the tissue, wrap it around her a lot of times, and then roll down it like all tissue acts did. And I thought, maybe we'll get a tissue act which doesn't have that trick in it. But then she took the T-shirt off and she was free and she climbed up there and rolled and down. Did it. Yeah, but it looked great because suddenly it was like she, it was the only thing she could do at that point because she was suddenly free. It had like a lot of like a story meaning behind it and I really enjoyed that. Um, so that was a, a good, a really good tissues act uh, out of lots of 
quite um, uh, boring yeah, and always the same. Yeah, kind of tissue acts. Next up, we had. Um, we a have to hurry up a bit. We'll meet the guys in the cafe. Oh, okay. Well, we'll pop down there and, and just let's wrap it up in two minutes then. Uh, next up, we had the clown. He did some. Uh, uh, plastic bag juggling, very good routine. I actually really enjoy plastic bag stuff. And uh, like uh, by the end of it, the whole stage was full of maybe what two, three hundred plastic bags, um, or a thousand, maybe a million plastic bags. Um, and finally, we have the big star of the show, the director, Anatoly, um, the the hand balancer, came out and and rolled around on the floor for a bit in his slippy clothes. Uh, if you've not seen this act, I do say uh, I do suggest uh, having a look on YouTube or on his website, um, and uh, and yeah. And, and check it out because it is some of the most amazing skills hand balancing skills I'll ever see at one point he does look a bit like a seal balancing there on some flippers because he's got <laughs> his like t-shirt on but he does take his t-shirt off and back on again um, in a very very artistic style fantastic act and then sort of like the show ended and that was it really wasn't it they just sort of came on stage and bowed a bit and like I said I wanted a bit more like whoo at the end but of course the director's got to go on last I and think his it act was it was fine it was fantastic like but it was just so like and not so much unexpected but so just unusual for the close of a show to be without because music because you would would like to watch that show going on for for the whole night yeah in a way so yeah, sure. whenever it would stop you would think ah oh, that's that ah oh, that wouldn't be that's not but I wanted a big I wanted a big show. sort of like a big sort of group dance number where each of them you know sort of involved in the end yeah but he wants to be the big hero of course he does and he is. And he is he is the big hero he is a superhero he has superpowers the way that he is in splits and stands up is just beyond comprehension for me and the way that he can do a he can bend over backwards and still okay, be up. Okay, but in. we are here to. Yeah. To okay. Talk let's go downstairs. Um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, With the juggling. The so we're going to go down now and interview the uh, the jugglers. If it comes out right, um, maybe you'll get to hear some of these interviews. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so we're in the cafe at the Winter Garden, and with me is one of the jugglers from the show, Rizoma. Uh, your name is Taras Poznakov. Uh, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, good to see you. So, Pola and I, we really, really enjoyed the show, and we just wanted a little bit of the background of your act and how you worked on your act. Okay, uh, first, a little bit about you as well. Uh, where are you from? We are from the Ukraine, from Kiev. Yeah. Uh, all of the uh, the whole show, the, the whole, whole full show. The, yes, the whole show is from the Kiev. Uh, I am 26 year old. I'm finished the uh, Kiev State School of Writing Circus Art, and I think six years ago I forgot. So you finished it six years ago? Yeah, finished six years ago. Uh, finished as a juggler. I'm studying with um, my father. My father is the my teacher. His name is Yuri Poznikov. Maybe you know him? Yes, I, I do know him. You say you worked on an act with your with your father. Uh, is this the act that you you performed in the show this evening? Yeah, it's this act, but uh, I think it's the second or the other or third my act with Jagran. Um, after um, when I graduated from the school, uh, I meet with Anatoly Zalewski and he's uh, told me that uh, they ah. make the, the troupe. Um, for the show, oh, yeah, for the show, and uh, he um, said to me that let's make something together, and we make with uh, together with Anatoly, make this act for uh, for Rizoma. Okay, so just to describe the act, you you start off and you have a, a German wheel, and you're inside the German wheel, and that you 
you walk a lot inside the German wheel. Um, do you do you train with the German wheel as well? Um, you just walk in it. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, uh, in the USSR, yeah. is there when uh, cosmonauts or in space? Yeah, astronauts, cosmonauts. Yeah, the cosmonaut is the L, uh, is the he uh, or he have uh, some kind of special this this requisite or yes. uh, this apparat yes. is, is make the for a training of. Um, you know, I don't yeah, know to turn upside down, yeah, to be upside down. down. Yeah, but, but uh, only like a German wheel, uh, wheel. Yeah, yeah? yeah. but uh, on the stand. But uh, we, admit my father, is the uh, make this uh, for walking. Yes. We try to make something new in this act, and you see that. Also. Yeah, I see that, but because it reminded me of the film Two Thousand and One: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, right? You know that, and there's a scene when he's running around, and and yeah, it keeps going. Something like that. I try to uh, tell a story yeah. for uh, the story about uh, maybe about myself, maybe about you, maybe about uh, some people on the earth, where uh, some young people when they try to find something, uh, they walk on this side or this side or they speak with God or they, sp they speak with some people to try to find something f for for me or... F I, no, I understand. I understand what you're saying there as well. So um, tell me a bit uh, a bit about, because you seem to all be from the same circus school. Could you tell me a little bit about that? You know, because you seem to have family involvement there yeah. as well. Um, just sort of what it's like to go into that and, you know, what kind of what kind of jugglers come in or what artists come in and uh, and how long you stay at the, the circus school and what kind of training you would do there? I start uh, in training, is, I think it's when I was 15. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's a little bit past for, for circus artists. Because See, that is quite old to yeah, start, old, to start yeah, juggling. I'm too old, but, but uh, it's a very good uh, because uh, my mother and my father is the circus artist too, but uh, he never told me that you must do in circus artist. You must do in circus. You must do in circus. Because when he must told me, uh, I think I do not uh, do anything like that. Because in 50 years, I when I myself want to do something in circus, he I let you. He let you go yeah. go for it, and you're uh, not because forcing you into know, it. The old circus when the um, the children from yeah. two years or three years yeah, old, and <laughs> yeah, and you make that. Uh, I think that uh, it's not good for the new circus, for this romantic circus. It's not very good. About our school, uh, our school is, I think, uh, 25 years old, and uh, I think, I think that's uh, is the one of the best uh, circus school in the world. We have uh, Anatoly Zalevsky graduated. Victor Key is the Maybe you know the Ivachnenko is the uh, work with Schlapsail, yeah. uh, free wire is the mm, with juggling too. It's too many uh, people there. Yeah, too many to name. Yeah. yeah this uh, Roshnikov brother, you you see yeah. him is the old graduated. This all uh, circus artist that work in our show is the. I think all graduated from the yeah. our school. So uh, I'm, one thing that I really noticed that comes out of this Kiev school over and over and over and over again is 
creativity, like in the ideas behind the acts. Everyone has something that is nobody else has. Like I can remember, is it uh, uh, Leonid Petrovsky? He juggled yeah, with, yeah, the, with, with the, the with the triangles, yeah. and uh, you're doing it while walking. And um, is it Elena in the show as well? She did it with yeah. her, you know, with the t-shirt, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Uh, that kind of uh, juggling. Everyone, every single person has like a unique prop. Is that something that? you sit down with a director or a choreographer and say what is going to be my apparatus what is going to be my prop and come up with something new is that something that you specifically focus on it's a good it's a good very good question i want to say um, uh, part words uh, about uh, work of my father because leonid petrovsky uh, elena pobokova is i and um, i think the many many jugglers from our school is the make by my father my father uh, not want to work only with the um, classic objects like uh, balls or like uh, small rings they uh, try to make something new in the uh, in juggling and uh, he takes the new students and try to uh, think about they look on this student and try to make something new something special for this student i think it's a very it's a right it's the right way in the um, in modern juggling. Yeah, it's because I, I that's the thing that always really amazes me is just the creativity just from one school. It's like all the good ideas. I keep seeing like th what you did as well. I mean, it's an idea that I've I've sort of come up with before, like the idea of it in a German wheel and juggling while upside down and going round and stuff. But it's like continuously coming out with the Kiev school, and I'm uh, it's the place to. It's the place for jugglers, yeah. uh, is what I see, and the place for all all uh, artists. I see. You've done other work, or is Rizoma? Is this your main? Uh, is this your main job that you've done so far? Is this the biggest thing? Uh, no, for for now the uh, the Rizoma is the main job for me, but in a little bit other way. I am not uh, uh, only the juggler. The last uh, three or four years, I uh, worked as a act director or regie. Choreographer, uh, I make um, in in this show is the work for my numbers is the Yeroshnikov brother. I make this uh, really. That's that is uh, that is seriously pulling my one of our, our favorite acts. We saw it on TV like three years ago at the at the at the um, Monte Carlo festival. That yeah, and we were just blown away back then as well. So congratulations, fantastic act there. Thank you. Uh, then. This uh, slack wire yeah, is double slack wire, wire, and then uh, Yelena Pobokova yeah. is um, yeah is the was my uh, idea with this tissue and uh, this uh, girl with uh, M start of the show with the kulibristic with this yeah with the with the scaffolding yeah. thing now, really good and I now I think it is the um, my main work uh, as a regime because you know I uh, start as a juggler. But uh, after uh, six, seven years, I um, must um, I understand that the juggling, only the juggling, is little bit bored, f maybe little bit bored f same, for same thing over and over, yeah. over and over. And uh, I know, I feel that I can do something uh, more in circus art. I can work something in. Uh, um, 
hand-to-hand acrobatic, I can move maybe in slack wire, maybe in equilibristic, and now is the main, main work. I made the numbers for uh, Rizoma. Is it? Does that feel good that you can work as a director, that you don't, it's like you come up with, you're the ideas man, and then like the real hard slog um, is, uh, is for others to work, and you can go on to more ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, uh, only juggling, or only hand-to-hand, or only equilibristic is not good for um, modern circus artists. They must do something not circus. They must do... Um, my second hobby is the uh, photo, photo, photography. I will, uh, really want... I re- really love photography. I really love regie. I really love the cinema. I, yeah, you can see that also with with the routines that they're very much based on like images and like you say with the cinema, it's very much like there's an image. To say that it is, you you see the photo. I was sitting there with my camera and like, oh my god, another great photo. But it, it was all a bit too dark to actually take photos. But the images just were great. It was fantastic. So you actually got what you wanted to do. <laughs> Thank you. Because when. Uh, when I read the book, when I saw the film, when I make the photo, uh, I have the, uh, some new ideas, yeah. uh, some new... Uh, I can make the characters. When I only work in Zal with juggling, I don't think that I uh, can make the something new. I must see all, I must uh, travel, I must do everything what I want to do. I must on internet, maybe online games, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. It's one, uh, one final thing, or a few final things, is that uh, the, you working as a director, I mean, this is great. I didn't know you were a director as so I thought, Juggler, who has a cool act, but I, I didn't... Yeah? Oh, it is. Because we didn't, actually, we didn't have time to read through all of these notes before, and we only got these just at the start of the show. Um, just like you say, your father is a director, and your father works on lots of acts as well. Do you think that's really helped you out? I mean, not that he uh, told you how to direct. Or no. But it's just being be, him being a father. Think, oh, my dad can do that. That's normal. You know, I'll do it as well. And it gives you a confidence to. Uh, I, I very thankful for my father because he never said to me what I must to do. He uh, helped me every time. He helped me every day. He helped me in all my hobbies, all my ways. They helped me, but he never told me what I must to do. Is the is there like in you know like the in old circles when the fathers mothers say to the children of what they must do it's not right for me. but your father is an inspiration to you as well yes yes my my father and my mother my mother uh, worked too in the uh, circus school and they have the uh, the two here this um girl with the uh, in start of the show is yeah. the equilibristic. As my mother is the teacher of equilibrist and um, uh, contortion oh. in the school, and uh, now we work like a like a triangle. Or, or you understand? Yeah, like a trio. You work on it as a team together. As a team, uh, my father make the um, jugglers. My mother make the equilibristic, and then I direct the number for. But uh, the Roshnikov brother is. I am the teacher of this. Uh, I don't know how I, I do this because I am juggler, but I am teaching him how to make this some kind of tricks for uh, this number and make the choreography. 
um, anything that I've not asked you that you would want to say to um, another juggler? Because that's what this is going out for. Well, another juggler, I want to say that uh, you must do everything what you want to do. You must train every day when you want to um, to make something good in this world, in juggling world or in the world. When I was a student, I am trained all all day from eight. I am till 9 p.m. PM and come to uh, home and start to sleep in and then stand up and uh, start to train it. It's a, um, I think it's the right way. When you want to make something good, you must train it for that. You must work for that. When you're sitting and thinking, okay, tomorrow I make the seven balls. No, not today, tomorrow. You never do this. You must take that. <laughs> you must uh, take this and train it, train it, train it. Not in the juggler, not only in the juggler. And all kind of uh, circus art, um, ballet art, theater art, or photo in all way in this world, I think. Uh, final question, and then we'll stop. Um, Taras, do you have a cat? Cat, yes, I have the cat. What's your cat's name? Uh, Maxim. Maxim the cat. Maxim. Okay, Terrence, thank you very much for the interview. It's been uh, nice to meet you. Okay, um, we're still in the cafe of the uh, Winter Garden, and with us we've got the clown from the uh, show. His name is, let me see if I can get this right, Mikhail Usov or Misha? Yes, Misha. Misha. Uh, we really enjoyed the show, um, and you are a big part of the show. Yes. Um, so I'd love you just to tell uh, me a bit about. Your, how you got involved in the show. It says you're a guest artist in the show. Because I'm, uh, we are b- very big friends with Anatoly, you know? And he likes uh, what I do, my, uh, my mentality and, uh, in life and also in, uh, in the stage. Uh, we were just talking to uh, Taras. He says everyone trained at the Ukraine Circus School. Did you also train there? Yes, I trained, but it's not... Uh, circus school from uh, Kiev. It was from Moscow. I was in clown school in Moscow. Okay. Uh, and, and when was that? It was uh, ni- uh, 90. Ni- 90. <laughs> 1990. Okay. Where some of the places that you have worked, where people who might have seen you before? Where people saw me before you? Yeah, in what, what what shows have you been in? What circuses have you been in? Yes. Uh, I have to say that I feel that I work with Mika's clowns. Mika's also working here in Wintergarten, and Mika's famous clowns. We uh, was in Paris and take silver. It was 95, I think, or 96, I forgot. <laughs> but uh, I worked 14 years with Mika's, and I'll, now I work like a solo clown. For how long have you been solo? Solo I worked just one year. Just one, and now one, and one, one year and one month. <laughs> because you've been here at the Rizoma show? Um, just tell me a bit about your skills. You do uh, quite a bit of uh, juggling in your, and because this is a juggling uh, um, feature, uh, tell me a bit about the the ping pong balls, the ping pong balls on the uh, on the on the saucepans around your body. Um, where did that idea come from, and, and how did it develop? I in, in ten years ago, maybe more. I always uh, dr- it was my dream to find 
not very technician jonglers, not that I can do 10 or the 8 or the 11, because Sergey Ignatov, many, many uh, people who can do it, and I, I, I like I do just one thing, you know, just one. But how? I cannot have decision. And one day, Vitali Davgan, he is director of circus school, clown school, he bring uh, suspense, 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 yes, and he say, for other guy, you can t take. I saw it in Paris. One guy making street like this, melody like this. You know, he he take in hand, in in hand make it. And this guy saw something, and he saw. Oh, Mikhail, Misha, I saw your eyes. Your eyes were like this for this idea. <laughs> it really it, it stood out for you. <laughs> you will try, try, and I try, and I think why I will do like this in just in hand. It's not interesting because one guy and do it already in street. I would like to be first, and I I have to do it in body, in my body, and I buy for my head this first, and I try, and I say myself if I do just three temps, I do I will continue with this, and in first I take first time this ping pong boil, and I do three times, pam pam pam. On your head or on the pan? In hand. Yes. Before I say, if I do three, I do, and I do, pam, 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 three, <laughs> and then I continue and take everything, and, <laughs> and the rest is history. Yes. <laughs> but you, you bounce the ping pong ball from shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. How long did that trick, because that, as a juggler, I'm just completely blown away by the, the bouncing on the shoulder. It, before it was difficult, uh, but now I don't know how it works. <laughs> but how long did it take you to... to five years. Five years of training for that? Five years training. Imagination that it's really it's look like very easy, but it's really difficult work. You know? It looks like magic. It looks literally like there's it's there's some kind of fan in there that's just making the the ball and on the feet and up into the and pocket. I do believe me when I do it, everybody say it will be never. It's not possible. I saw many uh, jungler people and in Russian very famous. They say no, no, it's not working. It's not possible. It's not possible. Say okay, but I s I feel that it's possible. <laughs> Just this. Well, it, it is an amazing. I really really enjoy. I think that was one of the highlights of the of the show for me as well. Um, you do other juggling in the in the show. Oh yeah, the, the plastic bags as well. I like more plastic bags number because this one it's really it's your. I will say it's you outside. You just working like every day, every day, every day. But plastic bags, it's more from you inside things. It's from your soul, you know. Yeah. If you have some state, because for for this for uh, for ping pong, yeah. many people try, but nobody do it. Yeah. These plastic bags already ten numbers different work. Yeah, more, <laughs> more, maybe more. I think, yeah. yeah. But you look, it's I never. They can do it, but in uh, this answer not in how they do, how they do junglers. Answer what inside these people, yeah. what what they would like to say. If they have to say something, it will be work. Yeah. But if not, it's, it's not working because it's, it's so simple. Yeah, it was like a with the music as well, the classic music behind. It's great. Um, anything that you'd like to say? Final question. I've not asked you a question. You've got a great answer in mind. Anything that you'd like to say? One juggler. I I, I would like for for people for uh, for different people to uh, maybe jungler or not jungler. You know, if you you have to find yourself. If you not find yourself, who are you? It was in Greek 
in Egyptian in temple you know if you don't know yourself you can you know yourself if you can uh, cannot answer this question you you really don't know what you do after this after this answer you know what you do and who are you and after it you can do everything what you want you know it's everything open for you well fantastic answer great interview uh, with you Mikhail Usov and uh, thanks a lot yeah thank you for you <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, Polar's musical interlude to take us to the end of this podcast. Um, uh, so we uh, did a review of the show. Uh, well, actually, we only went through it act by act. Polar, final final thoughts on this evening. Had a good time? Yeah, and I can't say what I liked more. The show with all the fantastic acts or the interview afterwards was just really great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with both interviews, actually. Um, I, I, I even I wasn't sure if we were going to do interviews because it was all last minute. And we got a phone call today and said, yes, interviews are on for this evening. And uh, so I actually had a, an interview with Victor Key that I did lined up to go into the show. So it was like a Kiev circus school, Kiev kind of circus variety special um, with all that kind of stuff. And I thought, hey, don't need it. Don't need the Victor Key in there because uh, the Taurus interview was great. to hear Victor Key. Well, he is quite cool, but... Um, I know, it was a joke. But we, we do that. Uh, anyway, so I've had a fantastic evening, really enjoyed the show. Highlight for me, I think, was seeing the uh, the duo Arishnikov yeah. um, for the first time live. They were great. Um, yeah, I think that was probably pretty much the highlight for me. Um, but just the whole show was and pretty good. It was a highlight for me with a, with a tissue that I enjoyed the tissue act. Yeah. Yeah, an aerial act, which is a highlight. Well, that's good actually, because we saw like two aerial acts in the last show that we went to the Vindergarten and really enjoyed those, didn't we? So uh, I think the Vindergarten picks them, picks them quite well. So um, yeah, it's been about two weeks, over two weeks or something, since we uh, we lasted this podcast. But we did do two in one day, um, and actually, I realised that quite a few people didn't download the first one because I guess iTunes only downloads the latest podcast. So if you missed podcast number eleven, go back and listen to it because there's some good stuff in there um but yeah we so got the, the people just listen to the second half of by looking at the download numbers there's about 50 people who didn't who who downloaded the second one but didn't download the first one maybe they don't care maybe they're just downloading it accidentally um and haven't listened to it for a while <laughs> i don't know how many but people downloaded the last podcast I can't remember because it's gone over a month and the, and the numbers don't update very well anymore. Um, but yeah, news since the last time. What have we done? We're looking at a little performing book here. Uh, Scottish Convention. No, we've done that one. Um, Belgium, Belgium Not the Belgium with, Convention. With my, with my parents. No, it wasn't the Belgium Convention. It was Ypres Convention because Belgium's having its own, another convention of its own. I don't care. Anyway, we performed in the, the show Belgium there convention. and uh, had a good day out, actually. I did like three workshops, which was really, really cool. Um, what did I do? Combat workshop. I've not done a combat workshop before, but it was really good fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing some more stuff, more combat workshops as well. And uh, one lots of games. And performed in the show, uh, which is a good show. Who else was in the show? Um, uh, Circulation Local. Yep, those guys were good. And Morgan, Ball Juggler Morgan, okay. who was in the in the show. And a few other people as well. Uh, a very strange audience, though. Uh, quite a... <laughs> Quite a, a a quiet, strange audience. It was horrible. Even though we did a show, it did, the show went really, really well. Normally, at the end, we have this whole like bowing session choreog- uh, choreographed 
and we sort of bow once and then we bow again and we're always ready to come back on stage but pretty much by the time the second time we bowed the audience were like luke pushed me down i so know that we it would was get off stage before they stop applauding i know because it, it just, wasn't just with us it wasn't just with us no there was no. quite a few acts who you know they were just talking all of them except morgan yeah yeah that's true actually but yeah very strange like we celebrated him all the artists celebrated him yeah and the audience but i think mainly the artists yeah but uh, it was good. Morgan's great. Um, not as good as at the EJC. He just wasn't quite consistent. You know, it was a bit yeah, more dropping. The thing is, now we know Morgan and we, we know what we what we get. Yeah. And at the EJC, it was just yeah, completely another act. Completely and we thought away. like, wow, and that in an open stage. Yeah. I think that is the difference. It was great. So, um, yeah, and also, this is the first time Polo's parents have seen us perform live. Um, and it went well. Yeah, we had a good it show. Didn't, it, it didn't go absolutely well well the juggling we didn't drop at all i dropped in the club section and that was it yeah but we had problems with a with a painting oh yeah that is true the screen sort of fell apart <laughs> no it didn't fall apart it just the paper didn't the paper came off a bit anyway so yeah um any other news we got booked for another street show festival lensburg lensburg yeah we're there last year and we're going back um also i've been and this year we are Booked to win. Booked to win. This is my mindset on these street show festivals, that you need one big act that they book to go along there and win um, at these festivals. And I'm thinking, yep, we've been booked to win at these places. Hopefully. In in my head. Um, also, I've I've never been to a uh, a French juggling convention before. I've been to the EJC. Oh, you know, I'm definitely going. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely going to. You said yes. Yeah, I said yes. Oh, and I've booked good. my flights already. Thanks for telling me. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you, didn't I? Anyway, so, um, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to Toulouse. Toulouse Convention, which is on the... And who cares if I'm going? Well, you're not going. No. Yeah, because probably it's too busy or didn't want to go. No, I just don't think they wanted you, actually. They just wanted me. Um, which is quite strange going to a convention without power. Anyway, I'm going to the south of France in May. Um, I don't... I How can't long th- are you going? I'm going for a week. I'm going to spend a week down there. Is the convention a week? No, the convention is like five days. So I'm going to go the day before and come back the day after. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, well, I don't think we've got any other uh, other news. Um, I think I'll go on holiday then. <laughs> go, go skiing. Um, <laughs> um, anything else you want to say on this podcast, Polly? No, thank you. Okay, well, guys, keep sending in the emails yes, and stuff. I want. What? We got our first ever fan pod. I'm just getting there. I was just oh. saying, keep sending emails because we do like the emails and uh, we get quite a few. Um, don't bother leaving comments on my blog page because it's just like 99.9%, no, more than that. Just for, like I get like maybe 300 bits of spam emails via my blog site now, so I'm going to disable the the, uh, the the comments on that. Um, but really good news. Polar, you want to you wanna talk about this because you're very impressed? I'm very impressed. We got we got fan post actually via the post and there was a little letter of Donald M and he just said to us how how great he thinks well, we are. Well this is this Donald this is for you. He just says this. He goes, Dear Luke and Paula, hey, I'm Donald, a young Scottish juggler. I was listening to your podcast which I subscribed to yesterday. I really enjoyed the interview with Team Rootberry. So it was obviously like Within the last few weeks, he uh, listened to this. Um, I saw them at the Scottish Juggling Convention and really enjoyed it. I also really loved you guys doing the art of juggling. I'm writing to say, the podcast is great. Your act is great. 
Um, and what That's else? Yeah, so he goes on a bit, and then he then he has a good rant at us, a good moan. He goes, yeah. what did you think of the games at the Scottish Juggling Convention? And I actually quite enjoyed the games. Um, they were quite good. Uh, he says, I enjoyed Club Gladiators, but was a bit narked that in the three ball Simon says, by the end they were doing tricks that I cannot do. Um, isn't the point, as Simon says, to make people make mistakes and do the wrong thing, rather than them knocking out with tricks they can't do? I'm ten. How am I supposed to be able to do a three ball flash pirouette? Crazy. Uh, which I think is really I sweet. think for a ten year old, that is a fantastic comment. It is. He doesn't just say, uh, that wasn't cool. Yeah. He he actually yeah he really arguments. sets it out the thing is I'm not sure it, I just didn't notice this but I'm not sure if he notices or not that it was actually me d- leading the three balls Simon says do you think he picked up on that because it doesn't say you yeah but maybe uh, I don't know but anyway I was the one who led the three balls Simon says and actually I agree with him here so this is what you should do if or not do if you're leading the three balls Simon says it is for new jugglers so make it so uh, everyone can join everyone can join and in win. and everyone can win and I guess that's what I, I, I got onto the harder tricks because I looked and it looked like they were all quite good jugglers. My problem I was I dropped the three balls. <laughs> no, uh, just one of them. But <laughs> <laughs> just you were meant to juggle. Um, but it is amazing. Every time I say this, actually, um, it's you know when I do the three ball, Simon says I say, um, okay, and from now on I say so start juggling. And probably like ninety percent of people start juggling when I say start juggling, even though I don't say Simon says start juggling. And uh, and also the great thing at the, the end. The thing is, I didn't get the rules because I didn't listen. Yeah, but you know how to play Simon Says. No, really? I actually thought it is about the tricks. Yeah, well, and it I is. just wanted to join. But also, if Simon fun. doesn't say, it, you're not yeah, meant to do it. But I didn't know that. And then at the end, what happens is everyone's spread out, and there's like like seven or eight people spread out around the the room. So I always say, hey guys, can you come in closer to the middle of the space a bit, so you all bunch together a bit, and everyone comes towards the middle because they don't notice it as like a trick. And but I always let them. St- Oh no, I didn't let them stay in. I was the first one I let them stay in. Anyway, the the, um, the uh, uh, letter finishes. It says, "Hope to see you guys at the BJC British Juggling Convention in Nottingham in April. Uh, looking fun. I can't wait to see Norby and Jason Garfield." I like the order. Yeah, Norby um, is uh, is way up there. So, uh, Donald, this is for you. Thank you very much for our first ever piece of um, of, of mail through the post about the podcast. And, um, yeah, see you at the British Juggling Convention. And practice a lot. Yeah, and practice a lot because Paula and I are hosting the games at the British Convention. So, for you, we will definitely put in a three-ball Simon Says game and uh, come up to us and say hi, Donald. Just put earplugs in your ears. Why? Then he can do everything <laughs> because he can't hear you say, oh, yeah, and if, do that yeah, and yeah, move yeah, that. Yeah, you just I... see what the other people will do and then he can do it. Yeah, but... I think that's really clever actually that is quite clever so just go with the with the majority just hopefully the majority get it right and not the majority get it wrong um yeah cool so um i think that's it for today i know it's been another quite long long podcast but uh Maybe we can split it <laughs> no we're not we're gonna put it also i don't care if it's gonna be an hour long uh no, i'll definitely edit down the the interviews because the interviews went uh Hi, and we are invited to here Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, um, Tara said at the end of the interview, uh, when Polo was taking some photos, like a photo of us doing the interview, um, he said, hey, what you should do is come over to Kiev and see our final show for the for the circus school. And I'm like, yeah. It's like in, in June. Let's have a look at the calendar. It was like June the 20th. Like, oh, you're it was, lucky. It's not when you're in Toulouse. No, but it's, like, it's the weekend before the Berlin Convention. So maybe if that weekend is free by the time we get there oh, or... Yeah. Because it'll so be like it. 
It's June. <laughs> okay, so there's pretty much no chance that we're we're going to get here, but it's great, great to be invited, and I would love to go there. Maybe even if we go for just a few days and 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 see the show, maybe two days. Oh no, I'd like to do that. So um, yeah, this time really we're gonna go. Um, see you later. Bye. See you next week. people no i just had something between my teeth <laughs> <laughs>